All right, we're back here at J. Tom Lawler Rink with the score. Merrimack nothing, Providence nothing. Mike Macknick with John Leahy. And joining us for this first intermission, it's the coach, Don Toot Cahoon, former head coach of both Princeton and UMass. I'm just, I'm just going to mention this, by the way, get this out of the way. Princeton and UMass, two programs that had their, their most success they've ever had under you as a head coach. So certainly a very distinguished career. But uh, let's talk about tonight's game. Very, I thought very, very uh, impressive first period. Both clubs came out for Merrimack. Certainly the challenge is coming off the last few weeks. Are you ready to play now in Hockey East? And they showed that. They certainly did. I thought that the pace of the game was was good. I thought the physicality, it was there, but it wasn't excessive. Uh, both goaltenders looked like they were on their game. Um, and it's, it's going to be an interesting game as it plays out. Special teams will, will become a factor, I'm sure, as it goes along. But nonetheless, Merrimack came out of the shoot, like you said, maybe a little bit more prepared this time around than they were in non-league type games where they felt teams out. Providence has played all but one of their games at home so far this year, so going on the road, they haven't had to do it a lot yet. Is that a factor at all? Oh, I think it is. I, I, you know, I mean, there, there's a, a sense of urgency that you, you need to get ahead in the game. If you fall behind when you're playing on the road, that can be a, a very difficult thing to overcome. I think so. That piece of it, that weighs on the athletes. And, uh, you know, playing at home, it's familiar for Merrimack. They know uh, the surroundings. They know the feel. It makes a difference. And you got a couple of teams here that I think, you know, Providence has obviously been building to it just the last couple of years. And, and Merrimack, obviously, under Mark Denny, has been solid the last few years. But just, the, you know, the style of play, they don't give an inch. They know very, very solid at both ends of the ice. Good goaltending right from the goaltender on out. And, and a couple of, at least we've seen in the first period, pretty evenly matched teams. No question. And I think both these teams are going to be factors in this league as the season goes on. Uh, just, I think it's, it's clear uh, this isn't going to be earth-shattering news, but these are two of the, of the very brightest young coaches in the college game. And to watch these guys counter uh, counteract each other in terms of strategy, in terms of, of preparation, in terms of getting ready to compete against one another, it's fun for me to look at these two young guys who are so accomplished run their programs. Well, you, so you sit up in the stands here and you watch this. and wait, What did you see in the first period, that chess match, as you said? Well, I think... You know, I think puck possession is critical. And Merrimack had great puck possession, I think, the, the first 15 minutes of that period. And then late in the period, Providence started to possess the puck a little bit more and make some plays on their, on their own uh, side of the ledger. Um, I think it was a cat-and-mouse type of period. You know, neither team put enough pressure on the goaltender to get that great scoring opportunity. They were scoring opportunities, but they weren't second-chance type of opportunities or the screen or the tip or the deflection. And, and those are the types of things that are, are going to lead to goals in this type of game. Well, John Gillies, I mean, gotten so many accolades, very well-deserved, and maybe the best goaltender in the country at any rate. Uh, you know, from what you see, what makes him so good? Well, I think he's got great physical presence. I mean, he's got any in his ability to be mobile, stay square to the puck, uh, not be surprised by much. You know, you never see him off balance. And I think balance is such a critical uh, part of any athlete's makeup. And he's always on balance, very mobile, great physical stature. I mean, he's just, he, he's, he's imposing in And what did you see on the Merrimack side of things? I mean, that line now with Mike Collins being put together with the two two good-sized freshmen in Hampus Gustafson and Chris LeBlanc has been pretty interesting to watch since they were put together. I mentioned to Mark Denny this week when I was speaking to him that Hampus Gustafson, 
Jesus and reminds me of a modern-day Phil Esposito. He's got that type of presence. He's got that long, loping stride. The long um, reach. He really has a presence, the reach. Uh, so I think it's terrific. And Chris Levine, what he's doing coming out of the high school ranks and being able to step into this level of play is a tribute to, you know, to, to Winslow High School, number one, where he came from, Dale Dumba, and to Mark Denny for recognizing this kid has special qualities. He can do what most kids weren't able to do, was make that transition so soon. It's such a challenge, isn't it, these days? I mean, to try to find the guys that maybe other people haven't seen or to get them to come to play for you. I mean, recruiting's changed a lot since you started. In Canada. Well, it sure has. Unfortunately, some kids get lost in the major junior. Uh, so, you know, some, some of the kids, it's the best option. But for the most part, you know, it's hard to turn your back on the college option. Uh, it's a, a more secure. Uh, you're not one and done. Uh, you know, it, 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 it gives you the insurance policy of an education. So that that has limited the market. And it's also there's so many players playing that unless you figure out where you want to go and what type of kid you want to look for, you can get lost in the in the maze. And so some programs recruit better than others. Well, we've got a couple of teams here. It's also interesting because you've got Merrimack's done some work with their facilities. Providence has done work with theirs. We'll get a chance to see that tomorrow night. Uh, how much, in, in your experience, I mean, and obviously you had UMass down there with the great facilities that you guys had, uh, how much of an impact does that make these days on, on the mind of a recruit when, when you're trying to get them to come and play for you? Well, I think it's, it's maybe the second most important thing when you put the schooling aside. And then the, the, the most important thing is the relationship I think the athlete uh, develops with the coach that's recruiting him. And the second most important thing is now the amenities, the, 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 the building, the, the personal training space, the, the, the rooms where he's going to be living. All of those types of things become critical. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to think, and it's not always the case, but I'd like to think that first and foremost should be the educational opportunity. But unfortunately, sometimes these kids are thinking hockey, hockey, hockey and they need to be led in that direction to do as much as they are capable of doing on the economic side. All right, no score here after one. Uh, second period, what are both coaches saying down there in the locker room? Well, I think they're saying stay after it. Uh, you know, there's probably a couple little tweaks in systems type of work being uh, discussed. And then I'm, I, I know that they want net front presence in each each other's uh, defensive zone. They, you're not going to beat these goaltenders unless you get take their eyes away, create some traffic, get a tip, get a rebound. They've got to get the puck to the hole a little bit more, right to the net front. All right, Coach, it's good to see you as always. You, we appreciate Mike. it. Thank and, uh, hey, if we don't see you by then, uh, have, a, have a happy Thanksgiving. You as well. Thank you very much. All right, that's Don Tutkahoon, the head coach, uh, former head coach of Princeton and UMass, and now, of course, color analyst for WBIN Broadcast. Our score is nothing, nothing. John and I back after this. You're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey. 7 p.m.